welcome to Rivers to Resilience podcast, where you'll gain insights and knowledge into resilience whilst being inspired, motivated and transformed. I'm so excited to share with you all about lockdown love or hate. I'm sure many of us are in this love and hate relationship with the lockdown. 2020 is one of those years that you can't forget. Here in the UK, we've recently entered our second lockdown from from the 5th of November and it's due to um, continue until the 2nd of December. I'm in the north of the UK where the R rate is extremely high and unfortunately there's so many there's so many deaths and sometimes when I'm watching the, the the news it just feels so surreal and it reminds me of the onset of this deadly pandemic but what I want to share with you all today is just about lockdown love or hate I want to share with you some ways that you can navigate through this difficult and challenging times. And also, I want to help you to try and find advantage in adversity. So listeners, listen up. Is it lockdown love or is it hate? Where would you put yourself on this scale? Let's say we've got a scale of naught to 100. 100 would signify that it's lockdown love. 50 would be kind of neutral. And zero would be lockdown hate. Where would you put yourself on that scale? Or does it maybe fluctuate day to day? Because I know we're all experiencing different stresses and that can have an impact on how we might perceive this experience. It's not easy. It's really not easy, but... I believe it's important to embrace what's before us. Otherwise, you can experience that sense of overwhelm. For me personally, I would say I'm quite neutral. I wouldn't say I love it. Definitely not. But in the initial lockdown, for me, I was actually shielding. And this isn't something that I share about a lot but I feel that it's important to share because it's affected my appraisal and my perception of the second lockdown so for me the first lockdown was extremely intense and I guess that was a complete lockdown the schools are not closed now so it is slightly different but for me personally anything that gives me some element of freedom is better than what I endured during that initial lockdown when I had to be in my house for, I think it was nearly two to three months because I was shielding. So for me, I guess I'm probably leaning more towards the lockdown love, leaning more towards embracing it. But I acknowledge that everyone's situation is unique and unfortunately some people have experienced losses I know that other people may believe in the conspiracy theories you may be of the mindset that actually why are we even 
having a lockdown, you feel that your human rights have been removed. There isn't any freedom. So I acknowledge that everyone is in this, this boat or in the ship together, but we're on sh different ships because our experiences are so different. And it's so important to remember that, especially for, I guess you managers out there, um, leaders, I think it's important to acknowledge that your employees are all, you know, they're all in the same boat but the boats may be different sizes. Some people may feel like their boat's capsizing. Some people may feel more restricted than others. There's so many factors that affect how we perceive this lockdown. Lockdown, love or hate. Love or hate. It makes me think of a seesaw. One day you could embrace it more. Another day you could hate it. I guess some days you probably just don't want to get out of bed and I get that, I get it, because there's so many restrictions, there's so much uncertainty, a lot of people, a lot of relationships have ended, unfortunately there's been a rise of domestic violence and abuse, there's a, been a rise of, of, of mental health problems and difficulties and life satisfaction is low because we're limited in what we can do, however I'm here to share that you can find advantage in adversity. You can build resilience during this process. So when you come out on the other side of it, at the beginning of December, 2nd of December, hopefully it's lifted then. Let's see what, what happens with the R8. But I believe that you can try and, not try, you can navigate through this difficult time and you can grow, learn a new skill, Build your emotional resilience, connect with yourself, with family members, friends, and you can grow as an individual and all of those decisions and actions will contribute to you, towards you finding advantage in adversity. So what I'm going to share now is some tips, some ways that you can embrace the restrictions and it's a decision. It's a daily decision. For me, I have to daily, I have to decide that I'm going to embrace it. Because research suggests that when we're in a crisis or we're experiencing difficulties that or emotional distress, the more that we resist something, the greater the adverse impact that it can have upon you. So it's about trying to ride the waves in the storm rather than trying to resist. So what I'd encourage you to think about is what worked during the initial lockdown? What helped you? What did you establish? Was it routines? Routine brings predictability. It brings certainty. It calms the storm. There's so much uncertainty, but it's important to try and find areas of your life where you can bring certainty and stability and that can help you to embrace the storm, embrace the crisis, embrace the lockdown and find your own routine, find your own safe place in the midst of this difficult time. So what worked? 
I want you to just write down, just record three things right now that worked. I'll give you, give you 30 seconds of the top three things that worked. And then I'm going to share mine with you. <laughs> because I practice what I preach. I'm not here just saying, oh, you know, what three things worked for you? No. I have put these strategies and I've applied these principles during the first lockdown and I've seen the benefits of it. So I'm sharing from a place of experience. So for myself, what worked? in the initial lockdown was ensuring that I was active. Initially, I was more motivated, as I'm sure many of you were. <clears throat> so I, I was going to the gym, but the gym closed. So I started attending online classes. Then I was following YouTube classes online, YouTube videos. Then that kind of waned and then I started um, going for walks connecting with nature all of that helped me significantly and research shows that one way of building resilience and finding advantage in adversity is being active making sure that you've got enough energy that can help to lift your mood it releases different chemicals, dopamine, serotonin, which are all, you know, those happy chemicals, endorphins. And it provides you with a sense of um, reward and achievement, which is critical in this time because we're limited in the things that we can do because effectively, you know, society is, is, has closed down for a month. And especially, you know, the, the, the um, hospitality sector we can only get takeaways now and all of those activities that we would have done previously to give us a sense of enjoyment, they've all gone. So we've got to be creative. It's a time to be creative. So think about what worked for you. So that was the first thing for me, for myself, being active, that worked. That was a successful strategy for me. That helped me to, to navigate during the initial lockdown. Also, I created, or well, I say created, I didn't create, I kept a gratitude journal and that helped me to, to maintain the right perspective in this challenging time. It helped me to focus on what I had rather than what I didn't have. It allowed me to focus on the positive rather than the negative and that enhanced my sense of appreciation for life and it allowed me to understand that actually there's a lot of other people who are in worse scenarios worse situations than me and what I always remind myself is that I'm grateful that I'm alive so many people haven't made it through and oh, I, I'm, I, I, it's awful watching the news and just seeing so many just seeing the the, the death toll continue to increase can be traumatic really seeing all of those um those stats i understand why they're doing it but yeah it's it, i've got mixed feelings about that if i'm being honest but the gratitude journal that helped me immensely 
and then also connecting with my loved ones consistently that helped reducing encountering that isolation and building that sense of community I joined a business community business network at the beginning of lockdown and I'm still in it and it was one of the best decisions I made that's provided me with a new routine it's helped me to stay focused so maybe expanding your network depending on what your circumstances or joining some type of community that you've got an interest in where well you've got shared interests with other individuals that can all help so they're my they with them the three things that worked for me or three activities that work during lockdown so what i'd encourage you to do this week i'll say tomorrow is those top three activities that helped you in the first lockdown, I would encourage you to reintroduce them. And I know for some people it's different because if you've got children, they're, they're at school now, so it's slightly different. So just adjust and adapt. Another way that you can embrace the lockdown is to focus on what you can control. There's many areas that we can't control. We can't control the spread of the virus, but we can control our daily activities. We can decide if we're going to go for a walk. We can decide what we're going to eat. We can decide who's going to be in our support bubble. If you live alone, we can decide what activities we're going to do. We can decide what we want to watch on the TV. We can't go out to restaurants, but we can decide if we want to have a takeaway. We can decide how we're going to navigate through this second lockdown. The government isn't going to decide. Those around you aren't going to decide, but you are going to decide because you have got the power to decide. So focus on what you can control because that's what's going to get you through this difficult time and that is what's going to empower you and it's going to help you to develop a growth mindset and it's going to help you to be optimistic in these difficult times. So look for opportunities. Don't only focus on obstacles, look for opportunities, look and see what you can do. Maybe you want to take up a new hobby. Maybe in the first lockdown, you, you didn't write that book. Maybe you didn't take, you didn't um, read a certain book. Maybe you didn't lose that weight, but you've got a second chance. So that's a different way. Um, or that's an alternative way of looking at the lock, the second lockdown and reframing it. Also, another way of trying to embrace the lockdown is building a sense of community, whether that's with family or friends or even online communities. Because research shows that belonging to a community, that improves your well-being, that increases resilience. You can learn to be resilient in a community through vicarious learning. When we, when we feel socially connected, that's when acts of kindness and generosity flow and all of those experiences help to enhance our emotional resilience, help to protect us from stress and anxiety and low mood. 
And that social connectedness, it releases, there's a hormone um, or chemical called oxytocin, which is released. And we all need that, that sense of connection and closeness. So you've got to try and be, just try and be, try and think outside of the box. Don't limit yourself. And remember that if you, if you, if you're in a support bubble, or even if you're just with your family, you can actually meet one person outside of your house. Hold. So that's something else positive that you can do. So choose, focus on what you have got control over. And that's going to help to develop the mindset that's going to allow you to successfully get through this difficult time. And I want you to remember that we're all in it together. You're not, you're not alone. It's tough. It is tough. We're here again. But you know what? I am grateful that I'm alive. Every day, I'm grateful that I'm alive. So foster that attitude of gratitude. Focus on what you have. And things could be much worse. I always remind myself that there's always someone who is much worse off than myself. So foster that attitude of gratitude and we'll get through this together. I hope you found my reflections on the lockdown 2020. I hope you found it useful. I'd love to hear your feedback and connect with us on all social media platforms. And thanks for listening with us and tuning in today.